night. Hope you are doing well. So in today's episode, we are going to just be giving a few um, quick tips um, around how you can alleviate some of the anxiety that you may have within you. Now, something that I've noticed within my profession and in my social groups um, and just in some of my, you know, my working circles um, is that some people are still quite uncomfortable with traveling. They're still quite uncomfortable with COVID, discussing it, but also just being able to go out and feel able to socialize with people in a way that they haven't been doing in the last 18 plus months. So I felt it would be helpful to bring forward four tips that would help you alleviate some of that stress and anxiety that you might be feeling inside you. Now, sometimes this can come up like avoiding certain situations or it can come up as though you are feeling the physiological aspects of stress and anxiety but also when it comes down to the mental aspect you can sometimes overthink some of the situations and scenarios you may find yourself in when you are traveling or when you are uh, socializing with friends and family or even strangers you know going to some of these new events that are coming up there's a lot of hybrid events that are are coming into fruition but some people may not feel comfortable going to the face-to-face versions and that's okay you know um a couple of episodes back we did do some some tips around to go out or not to go out and that totally is up to you so I would encourage you to go back and listen to that episode as well as this one to help you with all of the tips tools and strategies that you may need to self-care as well as socialize (laughs) so I'm bringing you four coaching tips that I've discussed with some of my clients and some of my friends as well because you know if you've got the information and the tools and the the tips then share share them and I'm going to share them with you all so let's delve right in so the first one that I've discussed find items around your home that you can play with or help your mind get distracted from the immediate feelings of overwhelm and angst so you can possibly find like a fidget spinner Um, sometimes you can even buy that anxiety stress balls or even make something from your home that enables you to take it out with you you can carry it but it's discreet so some people like play-doh for example you can make play-doh at home out of salt flour and oil and that's something that you could easily pop in your pocket um, and use that as something to alleviate some of the stress and anxiety you may feel when in stressful situations um, it doesn't have to be seen by anyone and only you will know that you have it but what it does is it actually enables you to release that tension into the item that you've decided to use um, so that's one of the tips I would strongly advise you to do to find items around your home that you can play with or help your mind get distracted from the immediate feeling of overwhelm and angst. That's number one. Number two, one is uh, this one's a general one and it's, it's very general, but it's very simple and it's very effective. Box belly breathing. Yeah, so it's an easy go to technique. And again, it's something that you can do discreetly, something that you don't have to show others that you are engaging in this practice or exercise. But what it inevitably is, you inhale deeply for the count of four, you hold for the count of four, exhale for the count of four and hold for the count of four. And you repeat that until you feel more calm 
and collected and you're able to proceed with your next step or action. So what that may look like is inhale. I'm going to count with you. So inhale. Hold for four seconds. Exhale for four seconds. And hold for four seconds. And you repeat that as a cycle. So boxed belly breathing. The reason why it's boxed is because each of the counts are equal to each other. And you do it in a count of four. There's four sides to a square. <laughs> so yeah, boxed belly breathing is definitely one of the go-to. You can do it while sitting, standing, walking, talking even. And it's one of these things where, again, it's very discreet. No one needs to know that you're doing it. But it is very, very effective. Okay. Number three which I think is quite important. Um, and I'm going to explain the reasons behind this as well. So number three is externalize the anxiety. So often we allow the anxiety to consume us. And this is something that can become part of our being or identity. I'm sure you've heard people say, oh, I'm an anxious person. And that's them owning their anxiety. And there's nothing wrong with owning it, but it doesn't have to be you. It doesn't have to be your personality trait. If you're able to accept the emotion and externalize the feelings go back and listen to another episode <laughs> around feelings and emotions but um, externalize the feeling and personify the experience so what I mean by that is give it a name when you can externalize it you're able to give it a name and state what you want how it how you want to interact with it so an example of this is if I was a person that had heightened anxiety, rather than me say, oh, I'm an anxious person, I would personify and say the anxiety is making me feel uncomfortable. So if I was to name that anxiety, I can call it Angela, for example. Angela's making me feel really uncomfortable right now. Um, what I need to do with Angela is calm Angela down, remind myself that Angela is a part of me, but Angela isn't all of me um something in that kind of form and what you can do is talk to your anxiety but talk to yourself talk talk yourself down out of that heightened state of emotion and then you're able to then create the distance that you need to speak to your anxiety from a place of strength because again sometimes when we are so consumed we can be crippled by our anxiety and not know how to proceed and move on number four is the last one i'm going to give you here define your circles of control what I mean by that is draw literally draw two circles on a piece of paper that overlap in the middle okay label one as the things I can control and label the other as the things I cannot control list everything that's relative to the things that are bringing you anxiety into these two circles and then you'll be able to clearly define your circles of control and you'll be able to take action. So if you are feeling anxious about a certain situation at work or a certain family member or even something to do with your child, list down the things out of that situation that are bringing you anxiety, but the things that you can control within that, that, that situation as well. So you can't control other people's emotions. You can't control the weather. You can't control time. But what you can control is how you respond to a situation, how you react to a situation, how much time you invest in that situation and how it adds value to you. 
so that's those are the things that you can control and use the circles of control to literally list out the two differences but in the middle the things that come up for you you're a bit uncertain with then put those in the middle but those are the ones that you're more likely to be able to work on rather than the things in the can't control circle so if you're uncertain about anything in that situation put it in the middle so those are the things that you can begin working towards okay you can reflect on it as well because once you have that process of reflection you can start thinking okay is this actually something I can control or is it something I can't control and hopefully once you sit with yourself you'll be able to get that point of clarity and concise understanding of how to do this exercise without the paper but also how you can take back your personal power um, and alleviate this anxiety for yourself on a day-to-day basis and apply it to any situation okay so those are my four quick tips for alleviating anxiety within yourself and I really hope that they help um, because again it's not just around uh, socializing and, and and coronavirus these are lifelong tips that I wish I had when I was younger and I was able to then articulate what I'm feeling and how I'm feeling and you know be able to understand what next best steps are for me so if you are struggling at this time and you are needing some additional resources or support feel free to reach out to me my name is Rihanna um, and check out the website as well and you'll be able to find a variety of resources there as well as our YouTube other podcast episodes um, and some of our services as well okay Um, if there's any other information that you feel that you want support with Um, such as developing a self-care plan feel free to reach out to me because again we've got self-care plans available that you are able to tailor to your own personal needs but also just understanding how best you can kickstart that process for yourself within a seven-day process that's really important because yeah self-care is the best care and when it comes to things like anxiety you you definitely need to step up your self-care that's it i'm rounding off here this is rihanna from plan wholesome empowerment group wishing you a blessed and most beautiful day take care bye-bye